in motion. So orthopedic injuries are just a part of life. Phoenix Physical Therapy helps you rise to new heights after an injury by creating a program focused on you. With direct access, you can easily schedule an appointment at one of our convenient clinic locations in Pottsville, Orwicksburg, Brackville, Pine River, Grass. Your community selected Phoenix is the proud winner of the 2020 Republican Herald Reader's Choice Award. Your life should be pain-free, filled with activities that you love. With the help from Phoenix, you can recover, recharge, and rise. Visit phoenixphysicaltherapy.com to schedule your physical therapy visit. Yeah, it's been one of those mornings today as we're set for Sports Saturday. It's, uh, we'll put that back on the radio, John, because we've got to thank our sponsors, Phoenix Physical Therapy, for jumping on board here in the high school football season with us. Some great folks at Phoenix. Rise, recharge, recover. Also, rehab, Yes, CACL Financial, 1800 West Market Street in the city of Pottsville. They're always open online at caclfcu.org. You will find a better fiduciary relationship anywhere. And don't forget Gears Dairy. Thanks, everybody, for enjoying the new raspberry and diet decaf raspberry. Schuylkill County's oldest full-service family-owned dairy. Full line of whole milk, skim milk, chocolate milk, you name it. They got it. Fruit drinks, iced teas. Everything's coming out of gears. Sip on, Schuylkill County. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You did that with one breath. I did it with something. I don't know. Didn't I just see you? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it feels that way, doesn't it? We're going to be on quite a stretch here the next week, Chaz. Well, let's talk about what happened last night first a little bit. Let's... Run down that scorecard there, JP. Well, Jim Thorpe comes up with a big win against Blue Mountain, 22-21. We were up at Fountain Springs last night to watch the Spartans of North Schuylkill beat the Pine Grove Cardinals, 41-19. Williams Valley, 54. Shenandoah Valley, 0. Mono area comes up with their first win, 31 over Schuylkill Havens, 20. Panther Valley, their first win of the season, 28-7 over the Marion Colts. Why a missing just keeps rolling along. They defeated Hamburg, 45-0. Nativity holds on to beat Peckway Valley, 27-23. Shemokin with a big win over Milton, 37-6. Today, Lee Heighton at Tamaqua, Tamaqua at 1 and tomorrow, Minersville at Pottsville, 2 p.m. Indeed. And today on the program, John, we're going to talk with the head coach of the Jim Thorpe Olympians, Mark Rosenberger, around the bottom of the hour. And we're also going to discuss Minersville, Batlin Minor Football, opening their season Sunday at Pottsville. We heard from Tom McGoey last night on the Tom McGoey Show with Palo Alto's favorite son, Charlie Drees. We'll hear from Justin Franz this morning about the Miners. So, interesting evening we had, John. I felt more like I should have been under water with some of those suckers on my hands. I needed a couple extra arms to get things done, but uh, overall, not a bad night. No, it was exciting. Scoop News comes through, mm-hmm. live streams it, and we were able to take part in that. I never saw so many wires. Even when I worked with Les Blankenhorn, 
I never saw so many wires. Uh, people have to understand what it takes to get something like that together. Big, big shout out to Justin from Scoop News for allowing that for people to be to be able to see the game. You know, I'm honored, JP. I am honored that once again you have put the comparison to Les Blankenhorn. I aspire to be less. My two partners in life. Well, now wait a second. You had two others, Barbara and well, I'm okay. Well, on. this is on a different level. Oh, okay. This is a different level. This is broism. Oh, broism. Yes, broism. Okay. I just made that up. That's okay. But last night we saw North Schuylkill taking on the Pine Grove area Cardinals and pretty tight ball game through the first half, but uh, you know, outside of the old back corner fade by the Spartans is the uh, Gun went off there at halftime. This was going to be a 14-13 game at the break. Yeah, very similar to last year's game when Pine Grove and Nart Skookle got together. But you mentioned it, Chaz. That was an incredible play. Only took a minute for their drive and pushed up to 21 points in that second quarter. And that really kind of dictated it because then again, Nartskuko got the ball back to start the second half, and uh, momentum had changed big time. Yeah, in, in, indeed it did. And I think for the Cardinals, they came in with people moving around on the lineup, and you know things this year were, were a little bit auspicious. There was high hopes in Cardinal country, and uh, last night I think once again they got worn down a little bit by a team that really doesn't have too many players playing two sides of the football. That's correct. And it, it showed as, as the game went on. And we were lucky to talk to Coach Gaffney before the game. And we knew that he was moving around a lot of players. He has a lot of young players in. And I think as the game went on, especially after that dagger, right at the end of the first half, uh, they just couldn't put it back together. But I have to tell you, the heart of those Pine Grove kids and playing with some injuries. I mean, Josh Leininger got banged around pretty good last night, came back, and then went out again. Uh, that just shows you the heart of those kids. And again, let's not forget, they're 0-2, but they started against Notre Dame or Green Pond and Nord Schuylkill <laughs> this year. Uh, big, big, big challenges. They'll come back. Indeed, lining her on the night, 14 of, well, the team was 14 of 25 for 239. Lining her was 11 of 18 for 211. North Schuylkill, though, showing a little more balance this week in the offensive department, John. 213 yards on the ground, 264 through the air. Last week, it was a little bit more of the aerial assault was on display. Absolutely, and Jay Call continues, I'll use your word, <coughs> auspicious Stardy now has nine touchdown passes in his first two games as varsity starter here in his junior year. And he was on the money. Walla Cabbage again with the big game. Uh, we were kidding about last night. Has not played since the sixth grade came out this year. And he's tearing it up. And uh, Air Hall gets it in the end zone for four touchdown passes and then kind of in the second half you hand it off till the 57th Shawanski playing at <laughs> North Schuylkill uh, and, and Josh just had an outstanding 
second half, and it, it was just relentless after that. And, boy, I'll tell you, the Spartan defense, I talked about them being a little out of sync last night for a while. Once they got it together, they made the backfield of Pine Grove miserable for the rest of the game. Indeed. When you look at Chwanski's exploits last night, 173 yards on the ground. And one play, we thought he was going to get dropped for a 12-yard loss. He, boy, he flipped the script on that one. He, he did. No, we had him for about 60 yards. It was somewhere in there. But his ability to change direction, Chaz, he was dead in the corner at about the two-yard line. It was going to be a big play for the Pine Grove defense. And just his natural athletic ability. He did a uh, a Phoenix rehab move with shifting his hips, getting his knees going a different way. Boom, 60 yards later till he took him down. And, and that really kind of sealed the deal for North Schuylkill. You know, there were, even though the Cardinals didn't come up on the right side of the ledger, Shea Morgan is an impressive young man. John, I don't think... Anything that was thrown in his general direction, he might have dropped two or had two that he couldn't catch up to. This kid can fly, too. And I was glad that we were streaming so that people could see the raw athletic ability of Shea Morgan. If if Leindiger threw it anywhere near him, and sometimes he was double and triple teamed, and Shea came up with the catch, I used to kid about the gentleman from Tamaqua last year, uh, Player of the Year, Nate Boyle. I used to kid about him saying, does he also drive the bus? And that's how I feel about uh, Shea Morgan at this point. He does it all. He does it all, Chaz, and, uh, and in a very impressive way. Indeed. So the Cardinals fall on the... Uh Road last night, 41-19 to North Schuylkill. The Cardinals had a 7-0 lead after one on that 31-yard hookup from Leininger to Morgan. Kicks the extra point. Then the blocked punt recovered in the end zone by Jared Tenari. I think really started to turn the worm here for North Schuylkill a little bit. Yeah, I didn't think there was any question that that was an uplifting moment in the game for the Spartans. And, of course, I, I'd love to talk about the defense Dylan Dietz comes up with two big interceptions during the ball game. I mentioned last night he was second in the area last year in interception, and he's he's off to a great start. Cardinals then have that 13-7 lead. Dalton Giese reeling one in from 46 yards out. The extra point was no good. Then North Schuylkill finds the end zone three consecutive times. John Pinegrove now reeling. Wallach Cabbage, a 49-yard pass. Dietz, a 10-yard pass. Chawanski runs it in from 23 yards. And at that point, I think the Cardinals were kind of looking around saying, well, where did this come from? They score six on another lining or to Morgan hookup from 19, but then it's Wallach Cabbage from 35 yards out, and Joey Flail catches a 34-yard pass from Hall to round out the scoring. And Interesting night. Yeah, and they had to go to the Wildcat. Brody Robinson, I thought, did a, a fine job stepping in for Josh after he went out. But it, it was just too much and too often for the Pine Grove Cardinals to recover. Well, the Williams Valley Vikings, who we will take in on Tuesday on T102 Sports, is Williams Valley traveling to Mount Carmel area for a Tuesday evening battle. Well, they opened their season last night in Williamstown, and it was welcome back Hunter Wolfgang night. He, he, 
he started off great, ended up great, and they have quite a team coming back. You, know, you take Bryce Herb, led the area last year in passing yardage. He had a big game last night, threw four, two touchdown passes, but they're like a machine. We were kidding about last night. They're going to play uh, a lot of games in a short period of time. Let's just put it that way. I think it's three games in eight days. But that's Tim Savage. That's his his mindset. We want to play, and uh, they're off to a great start. Again, Shenandoah, new coach, trying to put in a new system. Uh, just couldn't get it going, but a, a valiant effort by the Blue Devils. Are you ready, John? You're good with numbers. Do you need multicolored pens? Let's do the math here. Six carries, 102 yards. The average of? Oh, about 17. Did you imagine that? And then you have another running back, five carries for 55 yards. That's easy, 11. Crazy. Craziness last night. Wolfgang, six carries, 102 yards, three touchdowns in the win. Uh, Achenbach carries five times for 55 yards. Boy, oh boy, it's going to be interesting to see what Tim Savage has in the tank on Tuesday, John. Uh, that's correct. And going to the Silver Bowl, uh, matching up against Mount Carmel. I think the most impressive statistic I saw last night from that game. 18 rushes for Shenandoah Valley for minus 15 yards. This is a reloaded Williams Valley team that had a great run last year and they, they are just strong at every position including that wide out angle hauled in a couple touchdown passes last <laughs> night. Yeah, he's a force to be reckoned with, getting a lot of uh, big-time looks. So we'll see Williams Valley Tuesday. They blanked Shenandoah Valley last night, 54 to nothing. Now, Peckway Valley became the opponent for Nativity in Week 2 for Nativity, Week 1 for Peckway. Everybody thought this could be the trap, so to speak, after an emotional lift by beating Pottsville a week ago. And it almost was. Sure. And if you read the emotion oozes out of this article, all fired up to play Potshole first time since 78, come away with a, a big win, and they're going against a team that lost 20 games in a row. And there is a mindset. If you've been in coaching, you can expect this sometimes. But being the class guy that Pat Mason is, he talked about not being ready. But who did he blame? himself an emotional uh pat mason talked about i gotta get my team better prepared for every game because kids are kids there is a letdown you go from biggest game in many many years to a team a game against the team that lost 20 in a row sometimes hard to fire the kids up for that but they survive and move on after uh jacob huffman huge game 123 yards on just 12 carries. By the way, that's a little over 10 yards a carry. Thank you. Look, <laughs> <laughs> Cody Miller saving the game. He gets an interception late in the game to allow Nativity to run out the clock and get out with a four-point win, 27-23. You talked about Hoffman's exploits. Uh, Lazar from Peckway Valley, 16 carries for 110 yards. Miller ends the night 11 of 14 for 139. That's not too paltry, John. No, absolutely. Had a great game last week. They, real good statistics, but they got the running game going last night, and that, that was a 
extremely important, 221 yards on the ground. Most important thing is they survived, as you called it, the trap. And now they look forward to the next big game. And you know when that is. Next Saturday night on T-102 against the Williams Valley Vikings. And we'll, we'll be there. We have a busy week coming up mm-hmm. here on uh, or on our sister station. T-102. Indeed, indeed. It's going to be a little little crazy here for a couple days, but we'll figure it all out. How about Ricky Jones and Panther Valley picking up a win to go 500 on the season? 28-7 last night. The Colts doing a little bit better statistically, John, but still not enough as uh, Panther Valley pulls out the win. Yeah, and uh, again, congratulations to Rick there at Panther Valley and Stan again is facing a rebuilding year a couple bright spots for marion in that game ocasio 25 carries 122 yards so they're moving in the right direction with the running game just have to kind of get a little bit more balance to get through this how about that michael pasco the sophomore signal caller he didn't throw the ball much but he did run it a lot and by a lot the quarterback 18 carries, 117 yards. That's the way to get the job done, John. Absolutely. Sometimes you don't have to throw the ball. There are teams that throw it when it's necessary. Other teams are much more balanced. At this point, PV had a good thing going, especially with Pasco, and they just kept at it the rest of the game to come away with that big win. And the Colts? We will catch up to them on T-102 on Friday next week as they travel to Shenandoah Valley. So we'll see the Marion Colts and Shenandoah Valley Blue so, Devils on Friday. So we have three. We have Tuesday. Next week. Yeah. Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday. But anyway, yes, Tuesday, Friday, and Saturday, John, we will be extremely busy. We'll be carrying our Mac tools everywhere. And, and I mean, talk about tomorrow... You have Pottsville and Minersville here on WPPA. Next Friday on WPPA, Blue Mountain traveling to North Schuylkill. And on Saturday next week on WPPA, you have the Crimson Tide going to Lee Heighton. You know, so, yes. It, 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 Matty Freiler back for a Saturday night Maddie. game. He'll be, he'll be stepping in for he'll Ed be Ben on Saturday. He'll be rapping. He, will, uh, he christened us. Last year with his rap, and uh, it's always great to have him back. Yes, sir. Now, one of the big stories as you're waking up today, if you didn't catch it last night, maybe, wow, Mono Area beat Schuylkill Haven, and they did. Paul Babinski, he got his first victory as a head coach. Schuylkill Haven falls to 0-2, but uh, it was certainly a uh, up-and-down beginning here for the Hurricanes as last night they waltzed into the Bears' den and Ed Beneshuna said 18 kids dressed to play. Yeah, it was a tough, and I'm reading the article. At some point, it appears that Reber went out. So they are down big time number-wise, but not heart-wise. They just kept pounding it. And I got a kick when Babinski was talking about uh, Schuylkill Haven and it ram it down your throat. Well, <laughs> I got to tell you, the Monoy area Golden Bears last night, Played that same game, 33 rushes, 305 yards, about nine and a half yards a carry. That is super impressive. 
Well, it'll be interesting. You see Ben Terry last night. Of those 305 yards, the quarterback, 17 carries, 183 yards. Freshman Cole McGrory, five carries for 78 yards last night. So a little one-two punch showing up. Mason Reber, 18 carries, 93 yards, then leaves the game, according to the write-up this morning, John. Mm-hmm. And, boy, Mason Reber was their their running back. He, he was the kid week one that we saw against Blue Mountain that was – Kind of the feature in the system, so to speak. And, boy, losing him is, is another, you know, for Schuylkill Haven. Oh, yeah. You, you always talk about next man up, next man up. Well, especially at a smaller school, sometimes you run out of those men. You you just do. It's a natural thing. But, uh, yeah, Mason Reber on both sides of the ball is the glue that holds that team together. And uh, it's, I don't know what the extent of it was that he had to leave, but, but that is a big deal. But I want to give a, a shout-out to Trent Creasy. Uh, Schuylkill Haven does not throw the ball a lot, but he had a real nice game. Last night he was 9 of 14 throwing the football for 63 yards. So that's an element that I think will help Schuylkill Haven as they move along. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting, though, John, with uh, how this season has been an anomaly. It it continues to be so for some teams. I mean, if it wasn't for bad luck, right now you'd say Schuylkill Haven has zero luck at all. Yeah, and I know down at Pine Grove, uh, we talked to Coach Caffney again about how he had to move players around. Mike Farr has been very honest and saying that all. Also, guys who normally play, let's say, a wide receiver, and all of a sudden you're asking them to play guard uh, in a high school football game against quality opponents. That's a difficult thing to do. But again, you always have kids that are going to step up and at least put the effort in. And we we saw that last week with the Schuylkill Haven kids, and uh, we certainly saw it last night with the Pine Grove Cardinals. up against some tough opponents, but their kids played till the last whistle. You know, it's interesting when we take a look at the Eagles Nest last evening. We got to see Blue Mountain against Schuylkill Haven in week one. And last night, Jim Thorpe came in, and boy, this red swarm, John, must be something else because Blue Mountain, their offense explosive in the first game of the season. Last night it was balanced, and they actually outgained Jim Thorpe. Boy, I'm not quite sure where these uh, letdowns have become. A fumble recovery in the end zone is the last score of the night for Jim Thorpe. Chaz, one of your favorite things when you're analyzing games is you talk about what will turnovers mean in this game. Sometimes it's special team sometimes it's turnovers last night blue mountain coughed it up three times only once for jim thorpe but as you mentioned it at a critical time that led to a touchdown and that's the difference in the ball game and also fossilino bulling in two two-point extras after touchdowns proves to be the difference in the ball game yeah in fact blue mountain getting a touchdown in each of the first three quarters For Jim Thorpe, they got six in the first, shut out in the second, 16 in the third, and neither team was able to get into the end zone in the fourth quarter. No, we we expected a head knocker there. I mean, two good coaches with Corey Mabry and 
our buddy Mark Rosenberger, two buddies, and uh, no surprise that it came came down to a game this close. But when you talk about defense again, 106 yards rushing for Blue Mountain, but it took them 37 carries to get there. Well, the crazy part, John, Jim Thorpe, 59 yards on the ground, 67 yards through the air, a total of 126 yards of offense. Could it be that Fisher 34-yard interception return for a touchdown and the fumble recovery to seal it in those two two-point conversions? This would have been 21-6. to Yeah, and again, turnovers. And, and very often we talk about this. I talk about it in basketball all the time. Turnovers are one thing, numbers of turnovers. But it's what you do with it after you cause the turnover, and here you have two touchdowns as a direct result of those turnovers, and that, that changed the whole ballgame. So don't forget, Tamakwinley Heighton will play today, 110. Game moved for a television audience to a Saturday afternoon at 110. And uh, tomorrow on T102, remember, the Crimson Tide will not be on WPPA tomorrow. Uh, we will not have the same technical difficulties we had last Friday. I fielded all those messages and stuff. So when you're looking for Pottsville tomorrow, they're on T102, 101.9 FM. There you go. As they open their season at home. Their home season begins tomorrow. The Batland Miners open their entire season tomorrow. And we have Justin France, France coming up around 9.45 this morning, but let's take a timeout, John. What do you think? Because we're going to talk to Mark Rosenberger about that Red Swarm defense and the game at the Eagles Nest last night where the Olympians hit the tape first. 22-21. Mark Rosenberger coming up on AM 1360, 106 FM, around the world at com, And don't forget... Missed the show? You can always find it on the podcast, WPPA Sports Saturday, on Apple, Google, Spotify, and our host site, Anchor.fm. The Notre Dame Fighting Irish, fresh off their opening day victory over the Duke Blue Devils, continue their trek through the ACC as they get set to welcome the Bulls of South Florida to Notre Dame Stadium. Kickoff will be at 2.30 this Saturday. We're on the air one hour prior with the pregame. Notre Dame, South Florida. The Fighting Irish play here on WPPA AM 1360 and WPPA 106 FM. Does your bank come to mind when you think about the best things in your life? If not, consider a financial institution who has the experience in customer satisfaction. At CACL Financial, we've been voted the best bank in Schuylkill County for six years in a row. If you live, work, or worship in Schuylkill County, then CACL can help you with your financial needs. We have top quality products like free checking, lower fees, and better deposit rates than the competition. CACL Financial's goal is to deliver quality financial services to our members. Find out for yourself how it feels to work with a financial institution that's committed to helping you. Now, even more convenient with our newest location on the Port Carbon St. Clair Highway with easy in and out drive through banking and a state-of-the-art ATM. CACL Financial, voted the best bank in Schuylkill County six years in a row in Pottsville and now on the Port Carbon St. Clair Highway. Trust CACL Financial, committed to your customer satisfaction. 
folks at Gears Dairy would like to thank all of you for your overwhelming support of our new raspberry tea. No matter the weather, the raspberry iced tea and diet decaf raspberry are the perfect blends. Not too sweet, not too mellow, perfectly refreshing. Plus, you can enjoy all of their iced teas, fruit drinks, and milk products. Gears Dairy on the Tumbling Run Road, the county's oldest family-owned dairy. Sip on, Schuylkill County. It's about your life and your money. It's the Dave Ramsey Show. How do you find the best realtor to sell a home? Well, I can tell you how you don't find them. They're not the friend of your mother. They're not somebody you ran into once at the grocery store who said they just got the real estate license. And you got to have a, somebody that can handle people and handle difficult situations and walk you through this thing and help you understand exactly what the offer means when the offer does come in. And you got to have a real pro. Weekdays on WPPA, AM 1360, 106 FM, and on the web at WPPA. Radio.com. Welcome back to WPPA Sports Saturday. Don't forget, Notre Dame football comes your way. 1.30 today for the pregame. 2.30 kickoff. And then tonight, the Phillies on tap for you. We'll pick up game two this evening in the Phils series. So we're joined now on the horn, John, by one of Pottsville's favorite sons, Mark Rosenberger, the head coach of the Jim Thorpe Olympians. Coach, Wow, what a game that must have been last night, huh? You win 22-21 over Blue Mountain? Good morning, guys. Yeah, it was a tremendous game. Uh, Back and forth the whole night. Uh, Definitely a thrilling uh, event for everybody. And we're just excited to be able to come out of that game with a victory last night. Well, we were talking a little bit ago, Mark, about the importance of what happens after you get a turnover. Turnovers are great. But it's when you turn them into points that it makes a difference. And you sent the bull into the line twice after touchdowns to come up with two big two-point conversions to come out of there with the victory. Yeah, that was huge for us all night long. Our special teams last week against Marion uh, did a great job. And then again last night, uh, getting a big touchdown to, uh, to put us down by a point and then go for a two-point conversion there. Uh, Fossil did a nice job getting an end zone. Our line did a tremendous job as well, uh, creating a hole for that two-point conversion, which ended up being the, the winning play of the game. Uh, but again, we, we preach all the time about how important defense and special teams are, and, and last night showed exactly why. Because the two touchdowns we had there on defense and flash special teams. So, uh, you know, big, big parts of the game. And we, we didn't do a whole lot offensively, but we did enough to win the football game. Uh, that, that's the bottom line. You know, Mark, let's talk about that. You were excited this year to have a quarterback for two years in a row. It's the first time in seven years you've had the opportunity. Now, let's not be be remiss. Tinajero, Fossilino, and, uh, you know, that group, we've heard of them. They played last year. They saw some time and gave you some quality carries in the game. But Daryl Fisher is a newcomer. It seems to be having his way with things early on in this season. Yeah, he's a really good athlete, uh, you know, he had a huge game for us. That, that first touchdown catch he made uh, was, was incredible. He, he came back to the ball and out jumped the, the 6'3", 
uh, cornerback who's an outstanding player for Blue Mountain uh, and made an outstanding play for us. And uh, they'll really get the ball rolling for us. Uh, Terrell has been doing a great job for us receiving, also cornerback-wise, uh, and returning punts. He's really big in that facet. So he is a great athlete and uh, looking for a lot of outstanding things from him. He's only a junior, so we're excited about what he's going to bring to us. He also played some Wildcat quarterback for us. So that's something we're going to continue to work into our offense. Yeah, well, we, we did the Blue Mountain game last week, and I have to tell you something, Mark. The thing I was really impressed with, looking at your numbers and reading about the game last night, last week Blue Mountain put on an aerial show that was very impressive. And looking at numbers, your kids, linebackers, defensive backs, did an outstanding job forcing him in a nine for 23 and picking off two passes so talk a little bit about how your defense stepped up to the challenge to stop that high scoring aerial attack of blue mountain well for us it's a team it's a whole team concept uh to me it starts with up front our pass rush i thought we did an excellent job of getting pressure on him whether it was our our d linemen or our defensive ends uh or you know, Bryce Eight had a couple big rushes. He did a great job also, Bryce. He's a big kid, 6'5 kid, and uh, had a bunch of uh, tip balls as well. So that, that's important. Uh, and then on top of that, our linebackers did a nice job when they were asked to blitz and also did a good job of covering out of the backfield. And a lot of credit goes to our D-backs. Uh, you know, Darrell there, uh, Chris Stryka, uh, a couple other players, Burak and, and Fickinger um, and Valiant did a wonderful job of covering the receivers. You know, they're mismatches. One kid's 6'3", one kid's 6'5", but our kids battled and competed all night long and uh, the ball and were very hungry to make plays. And, and that was the great thing about it. And unfortunately, we lost some players last night and uh, big-time players for us. Uh, unfortunately, we had other kids get in and step into that role and, and got a job done for it. So uh, we're hoping we'll be healthy for next year. But uh, the exciting thing is to see the kids who got our two last night took advantage of them. You know, Mark, you mentioned a, a, a youngster in there, Chris Stryka, a kid that doesn't get a whole lot of headlines and a whole lot of publicity. But last year, seeing him play the defensive side of the ball, I thought he was an impressive cover guy for you. And it seems like that's even gone a little bit further here in his second year uh, getting some more time. Absolutely. You know, the knowledge of the game for him is so much greater. He has the ability to check our, you know, defenses and, and getting in and out of coverages, which is nice. To see that growth this year. A uh, very fast kid, outstanding track kid, uh, and uh, he's going to be a really big player for us uh, throughout the course of the year. Uh, so, so we're excited uh, to see him grow and continue to grow as he progresses through the season. Well, I was looking uh, at some of the team stats. Minus 34 team for Blue Mountain, which certainly leads credence to what you're talking about as far as your upfront guys and what they did in that ball game. Yeah, I think, you know, as a combination, I, I would put our four guys up front up with anybody. Uh, I think they're that good and, and one of the best fours that we've had in a while uh, at Jim Thorpe. So they're continuing to get better. Uh, we have a couple youngsters in there playing at defensive end, juniors and sophomores that are getting reps there, uh, which is nice. Uh, our interior guys are, are dominated by seniors, but uh, they're big and strong and physical. And uh, But we know the challenges are just going to keep on getting greater each and every week. Uh, Blue Mountain was an outstanding football team. I think they were the favorite, probably one of the favorites, Seminole Schuylkill, uh, coming in this year. Uh, you know, we lost 16, 17 starters last year, and 
for these kids to come in and, and uh, take up the spots of last year's kids is, is impressive. I give a lot of credit to the coaches for getting the kids ready. We've come a long way in a few weeks. You know, we were down and out for a couple of weeks. Uh, we were very far behind. Our first scrimmage against Northwestern was a disaster, to be quite honest with you. Uh, but to see the growth that we had in two weeks to be able to come and to Blue Mountain and get that win last night is, is impressive. And a lot of credit to the coaches, our players, for gutting it out for 48 minutes. Uh, and Blue Mountain's a, a well-coached team. Coach Mabry and his staff did a great job. Uh, to be able to beat them was, was one of the, probably one of the biggest victories we've had in a while, uh, going down there and, and getting that victory last night. Especially the way we did it, with players getting hurt, special teams, defense, the kids believing in one another, trusting each other for 48 minutes, uh, and just getting the job done. All right, now I have a question here about getting that win. Third quarter, you fall on the fumble in the end zone, you're down – you know, by one, it's 21-20. You're in the third quarter. Some coaches would say, we just kicked this extra point tight. We've got another another set of 12 to go here. What comes down to the decision to say, you know what, we're going for two? Well, to be honest with you, uh, I once go from two for the get-go, and I kind of talked myself out of it, and we went in to kick it, and uh, we made the kick, but they were, before the kick went off, I guess they, they blew the whistle and called a penalty again. Blue Mountain, I guess, for being a neutral zone, so put us at the one and a half yard line. So we're, we're going for it now. Uh, so the reason behind it, you know, we're on the road, we're at their place. Uh, I thought it was an opportunity for us to, to sneak out and get the lead, and then at that point in time, just go ahead and play defense. You know, our offense wasn't doing a whole lot last night, and credit to Blue Mountain for that. So I was a little concerned that if we were tied, went to overtime, not quite sure you know, where we're going to stand offensively. So we went for it, and then the dice uh, rolled the dice, and it worked out for us. Well, I, I was also impressed with Daryl Fisher. Uh, five catches on offense, but also that big interception. So we give him six catches on the night, uh, five on the O side, one on the D side. Talk about how he allowed you to be a little bit more versatile. Yeah, his ability to uh, you know <clears throat> cover team's best receivers is going to be important for us, I think, all year long. And, and uh, you know, he just made a great break in the ball. He undercut it, and uh, – Fortunately, he was still a little bit behind the receiver. He was able to come up with it. And once he got in his hands, he was able to make a few people miss to get to the end zone for the touchdown. And, uh, you know, just, again, overall team team effort. They had a nice pass rush on the play, forcing the ball to come out pretty quickly. That's something we talked about all week long is we didn't want uh, Dean, their quarterback, who's an outstanding football player, is going to be really good in two years. He's only a sophomore. Uh, we didn't want to give him time to throw the ball. So we want to try and get pressure on him as much as possible. I thought, again, our D-line and linebackers did a nice job of doing that, which uh, it always makes it a little bit easier for D-backs when the quarterback's being rushed to be able to cover receivers. You know, you talk about the overall team, Mark, and i got to believe at this point that when you're coming into the Jim Thorpe program and the coaches are done evaluating and they say, young man, you're playing defense, those kids really take that Red Swarm moniker as a badge of honor, and I don't think they want to be that group to let that name down. No doubt. You know, that's the mentality. We, we really try and preach that mentality of defense first and the importance of defense and and uh, the, the physical toughness that we're asking our players to play with. You know, we talk about playing fast, playing physical, and, and uh, you know, our kids each and every year come in and I think and they take that challenge on and, and they want to do better than the player that played that position the year prior to that. Or if it was them, they want to be better that, that year than they were the year prior. So, uh, again, it's, for me, it's, it's all about fundamental defense. Uh, it's about lining up right. 
knowing your assignment and going out and executing your assignment at, at a high, fast pace. Uh, it's not really a complicated scheme we use. Uh, to me, it's just going back to basic football and basic fundamentals and, and being a strong tackling team. Well, Mark, you, have, you said you have Pine Grove next week. I don't know if you've had an opportunity to break that down yet, but uh, what's your outlook here uh, with, with Pine Grove on Friday? Not yet. I, I, we, we had their film from last week, and uh, we'll, we'll meet as a staff tomorrow about 7 a.m. And, and start getting into that a little bit further. Uh, we'll watch some stuff independently today. But uh, just from seeing a little bit last week, I know they have some outstanding athletes. The quarterback is, is a tremendous football player for them. I know there's the receiver. I saw some highlights of him last night really making some plays against North Schuylkill. Uh, Coach Gaffney does a great, has done a great job with that program down there, turning it, turning it around, and he's building that into, uh, I think, a perennial powerhouse as well. Uh, I, I see him also talking in the papers about how they have some outstanding freshmen they're excited about. So uh, we know going down there is going to be a long bus ride. It's going to be a great challenge for us. Uh, I'm sure they're excited to uh, uh, play a Jim Thorpe team and, and, and another school league team. So it's going to be a great atmosphere for a high school football game Friday night. And we'll have to bring our best performance uh, in order to be successful against them. Indeed. Well, Mark, thank you for taking time out of your Saturday morning on short notice. But uh, it was it was important to get to talk to you. And we missed talking to you, that's for sure. We didn't have our normal preseason conversation this year. Yeah, it was a little bit different this year, hasn't it? So uh, it's always nice to talk to you guys as well and, and look forward to hopefully getting back again with you guys and look forward to... You know, hopefully a nice, healthy season uh, for, for everybody and, and, and you just go in the right direction with playing football. I'll second that emotion. Thanks, Coach. Thank you, guys. Take care now. You Thank too. you, Mark. There you have it, John. Mark Rosenberger, head coach of the Jim Thorpe Olympians this morning. Just happy to be playing some football in a big game last night. Taking some old-time scripts, two-point conversion for the win, hold them out in the fourth quarter and Bingo, bango, bongo, you're 2-0 at 22-21 last night over Blue Mountain. Sure, and, and even in basketball, you'll hear basketball coaches say, even when you have an off night, offensively, defense will win games, be consistent, the Red Swarm does it again. Back with Justin France right after this. Hey, Irish fans, it's your boy Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50 and Notre Dame graduate. I hope you will join Paul Burmeister, Jack Nolan, and myself this Saturday as Notre Dame football takes on the University of South Florida. Coverage starts at 1.30 Eastern, and you can tune in right here, your home for Notre Dame radio. On WPPA AM 1360 and WPPA 106 FM. Does your bank come to mind when you think about the best things in your life? If not, consider a financial institution who has the experience in customer satisfaction. At CACL Financial, we've been voted the best bank in Schuylkill County for six years in a row. If you live, work, or worship in Schuylkill County, then CACL can help you with your financial needs. We have top quality products like free checking, lower fees, and better deposit rates than the competition. CACL Financial's goal is to deliver quality quality financial services to our members. Find out for yourself how it feels to work with a financial institution that's committed to helping you. Now, even more convenient with our newest location on the Port Carbon St. Clair Highway with easy in and out drive through banking and a state-of-the-art ATM. CACL Financial voted the best bank in Schuylkill County six years in a row in Pottsville and now on the Port Carbon St. Clair Highway. Trust CACL Financial committed to your customer satisfaction. Satisfaction. At Guy Singer, we're committed to making health easier for everyone. 
That's why we're proud to introduce prescription home delivery and curbside pickup. It's fast, it's convenient, and it's free. No matter what insurance you have, you can have your prescriptions delivered to your home or brought to your car when you visit a Geisinger CareSite pharmacy. Learn about free home delivery and curbside pickup at geisinger.org slash we deliver. Life is about motion, so orthopedic injuries are just a part of life. Phoenix Physical Therapy helps you rise to new heights after an injury by creating a program focused on you. With direct access, you can easily schedule an appointment at one of our convenient clinic locations in Pottsville, Orwigsburg, Frogville, Pine Grove, or Gratz. Your community-selected Phoenix is the proud winner of the 2020 Republican Herald Reader's Choice Award. Your life should be pain-free, filled with activities that you love. With the help from Phoenix, you can recover, recharge, and rise. Visit phoenixphysicaltherapy.com to schedule your physical therapy visit. Welcome back to WPPA Sports Saturday. Notre Dame football at 2.30, Phillies baseball tonight. And tomorrow, a game, well, you usually look for Crimson Tide football on the WPPA dial, either at AM 1360 or 106FM. But tomorrow, the conflict with the mighty Philadelphia Eagles and the game will be heard on T-102. Not only the game on T-102 for Pottsville for the first time since 2006, but how about the Batlin Miners and Crimson Tide mixing it up for the first time since 19? 1933. And we've got Justin Franz, the head coach in Minersville, joining us this morning. Good morning, coach, and welcome to Sports Saturday. Hey, good morning. Thanks for having me. Listen to that. A bubbly guy this morning, John, just chomping at the bit. Coach, you know, your season getting started in week two. We all know there were some things going on there, and well, unfortunately, those things happen. But week one, Pottsville. At Pottsville, let's talk about the excitement of the season just getting underway. You know, it's 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 been a long time coming. <laughs> we, <laughs> we've we've been excited. The kids have been excited. It seems like seems like every day there's something new. So we, we really can't wait. I mean, it, it's fun. These next 24 hours are going to be. Uh, it, I said to the kids, and we're all talking. We're all, said it's almost like Christmas Eve. Everybody's waiting. <laughs> you know, when you're a kid, you're waiting to play. And and what better place to play than to go over to Pottsville and open up with those guys and just a great atmosphere oh no question about it i gotta give you a great shout out here justin for a time there there were a lot of people screaming we just want to play we just want to play and then when they started to talk about opponents they were going oh we don't want to play them we don't want (laughs) to play them you didn't back off from this at all you embraced it your kids have embraced it and that speaks a lot about how you feel about your kids and your program oh i love them i love the kids that was uh the excitement when i went to them the day when when rich dry messaged and said hey i think we can get possible for our first game i went right to the kids we had a meeting and i said guess what guys i said week one Pottsville at Pottsville, and it went. They went nuts. They were they were cheering. They were happy. I mean, right. besides the fact that you know they just want to play the game. Yes, we got a bunch of young kids who just want to play, and we get to go there against a you know a great program, the type of program we want to we want to become, and it's just it, it's a great opportunity. Um, I told them this week. I said I want you to enjoy every single second of going there and just playing football. You know, 
How has, you know, you said you have a great young team, a group of young kids. You're a young coach as far as years at the helm here. What's been your maturation from last year till now? You know, it's it's, um, a lot. (laughs) I came in with with a bunch of ideas, you know, you want to start right away and with things you think are going to work, and and they don't necessarily work right away. So you have to work around it, and you got to figure things out and, just the way I coach, the way we run our staff and our program, we, we've changed almost everything this year. And the kids have been, kids have been awesome. They've been, you know, I, I've talked to many coaches in the area just on how I pick Mike Farr's brain all the time and Pat Mason and, and those guys on just how they run programs. So just take little bits and pieces of all these guys and, and work together. But it's a completely different way we're running it, and the response has been awesome. Well, it, it's great that you say that. I think sometimes – Justin, people think that these rivalries within Schuylkill County are so bitter and that, but, and we talk to so many coaches, you guys share information all the time. You find the great programs, they share with you some of their ideas. And that, I think that makes this area very special. It does. I, I don't think there's anything better than the, than the coaching community in Schuylkill County and, and the Schuylkill League. It's, any one of these guys will do anything for you. We, we went out for a scrimmage on Monday out to Green Valley, and I just stood there and talked to Tim, who's, you know, one of the best coaches ever through this area, mm-hmm. and just picking his brain, and, and, you know, it's great. Anything you need, there's, there's always a, a head coach group chat going, and everybody's asking for ideas and help and stuff, and it, it's awesome. There's not one guy around here that wouldn't do anything for any other coach or any other kid in the area. You know, Justin, when you take a look at the makeup of your team and your kids, You've got some shoes to fill, but you also bring a bevy of talent, particularly at the wideout, and the Miners have some speed this year. We do. We're, we're, we're very happy with our speed and our agility. We're, we may not be the biggest team. We're not going to bring any you know, 6'5", 300-pound guys, but we have a lot of athletes, and we can run. And you know, When you have Gabe Davis and Jared Grave coming back on the outside, who just had huge years, last year and they just work their tails off to get even bigger and stronger and faster you know they're excited to play we're excited to kind of let them loose uh get them downfield see what they can do again well you i'm glad you brought up especially those two wide receivers i mean between them they had 107 catches Mm -hmm. last year which is more than some teams had for the year. Let's just be honest. But now you have a different guy slinging the ball to them. Talk to us about the development of Adams at quarterback. Well, uh, Johnny Adams came in as a captain, and I, I told him this, and I told you know many people. I In 16, 17 years coaching, I've never had a kid as dedicated and work as hard as Johnny Adams has worked since literally the day after last season. Um, unfortunately, Monday night at our scrimmage, he got hurt. Uh, he hurt his knee. So he, he, he's not available for us. But, you know, I, I called him right after we've been talking. He's actually going to be helping us helping us on the sideline, uh, coaching up the young kids and, and helping call some plays and stuff. But he's, you know, he, he was right up until this point, he's been phenomenal. And then that was a big... Uh, a big loss for him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. You talk about his hard work and dedication, Justin. And I had the opportunity to witness John Adams in baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was after, I believe, the Batlin Miners lost two years ago. And, 
you know, he didn't particularly have the worst game at the plate. It wasn't the yeah. greatest game at the plate. But when that game was over, he t- summoned a coach and went into the batting cage yep. and started hitting as the rest of his teammates were leaving the field. Yep. And that spoke volumes about the character of that young man. Oh, that's how he is. I mean, he's taken complete. He's not a real vocal kid. He's not going to yell. He's going to scream. But his actions, you know, his, his action show. And he's run many practices this year by himself when he called them. You know, there were times where he had the team out at 6 in the morning running over stuff. And he's, you know, and not having him on the field is, is going to hurt us. But, you know, I told him I, we just need his leadership right now. We need his leadership acting as a coach on the sideline. And he's he's all in about that. Yeah, and, and Justin, looking again at statistics from last year, you bring back a lot of guys on the defensive side of the ball. Talk to mm-hmm. us a little bit about what you're going to run out of and the contributions that some of them are making now that they have another year under their belt. Oh, absolutely. The the second year is always huge in the defense. We, we've made some tweaks. We're, we're going to run a forefront this year instead of our five last year. Uh, we felt that we had um, – you know, Ronnie Beach and Taylor McGovern moving out to a, a three and a one tech plays to their strengths. We like our DNs. Um, we got a couple long, young linebackers who just like to run around. So we're, we're going to put two on the field. And then in our secondary, you bring back like Gabe and you bring back Jared Grafe. And you have other people who, who played secondary for us last year. So we, we wanted to get as many people back there on the field as we can and just use our strengths, which is our speed and our athleticism. Well, we've seen that in some of the games we've already done. Now, it's very early in the season, but I've been impressed, especially with the speed of many of the kids on the defensive side of the ball that we've seen in our first two games. It makes a heck of a difference. Oh, it does. When you have kids who can run, uh, even if you're not the biggest, when, when you can run and you can swarm to the football, that's, mm-hmm. that makes all the difference. You know, Justin, you go into Pottsville tomorrow, great excitement surrounding this game for you and your kids you know the tide coming off a, a loss to nativity you know what what's your outlook coming into this tomorrow against Pottsville area you know like like we said before we're just excited to play our kids are just excited to play they they just want to get on the field and finally be able to run around and see what we can do we're taking in you know we're starting four freshmen who are getting their first varsity experience over at Pottsville I think it's really excitement on these kids we've had a great week of practice a ton of energy uh the effort there these young kids are just embracing their opportunity and, and the older kids who've been around think it's the coolest thing ever that we get to play <laughs> a team like this and it really is i mean the coaching staff excited the kids are excited we just finally want to kick off and be able to play a game to be honest with you well, i think that's that's important because what has happened in this area with the, all the craziness the twilight zone season some of the opportunities that came up that probably were never going to happen except for COVID-19 let's be honest here Nativity Pottsville Minersville Pottsville later in the season Jazz if I'm correct Pine Grove Pottsville yeah yeah I mean these would not have happened so I'm glad to hear that the kids are buying into it because at the end of the day that's what it's all about Oh, absolutely. And, you know, I've said that to many people. I've said it's not about us. You you know, it's about what Mm -hmm. the kids want and they want to do, you know, and I've told them over and over. I'm like, this is an opportunity for you guys to play, you know, a great program. And they've really been, I I can't say it enough how excited and how 
into it the kids have been and just ready to go and you know for two or three hours on sunday they finally get back to normal for a little bit which is nice well i i gotta get this in there justin you must be doing a good job because i can hear the cheering section in the background <laughs> cheering for the coach but i want to put another rumor to rest because i know Chaz will get a dig in here contrary to popular belief i was not at the game at, in 1933. So let's just put that to rest now. Just shoot it down right now. Yeah. Yeah. Get it off the table. Don't let him kid you. He was shining shoes outside the stadium. He may not have been in attendance, but he was around it. He was around it for the game. Shining shoes underneath at Pomeroy's there. Only the old people will remember. Well, Coach, we want to thank you for taking time out, let you get back to that soccer game. and uh, Absolutely. Your game tomorrow on T1 102 against the Crimson Tide, and everybody seems to be very excited for that to occur. Thank you, We can't you, wait. We can't wait. Thank you very much. I appreciate you having me on, and, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, Justin. Sounds good. Right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Listen up, Crimson Tide fans, Pottsville area football fans, and local high school football fans everywhere. The Pottsville area Crimson Tide are scheduled to host the Minersville Batland Miners this Sunday afternoon at 2 o'clock. Due to a whole lot of football on your Sunday. The folks here at the Pottsville Broadcasting Company encourage you to tune to 101.9 FM P102. A special Sunday afternoon affair of high school football featuring the Crimson Tide of Pottsville against the Minersville Batland Miners. This game could be historic, as this is the first time the two teams have met since 1933. So Crimson Tide football fans, tune it over. 101.9 FM T102 or T102radio.com. There you have it. Don't forget, tune over. Coming up today, Notre Dame football at 1.30. 2.30 kickoff, South Florida taking on the Fighting Irish. Tomorrow, 101.9 FM T102. And a busy week coming up around the dial here at the Pottsville Broadcasting Company. But, John, we're out of time. Out of time, ready to go and ready for a big week next week. We'll be together three times for three great games. We want to thank Justin Franz, the head coach of the Batland Miners, and Mark Rosenberger, the boss of the Jim Thorpe Olympians, for joining us here this morning. JP, you'll be back next week, right? Yes, sir. There you have it. Right and early. We also have to thank our benefactors, none bigger than CACL Financial. 1800 West Market Street in the city of Potts Hill. They're always open online at caclfcu.org. And don't forget about the drive-up services along the Port Carbon St. Clair Highway. Also, Phoenix Physical Therapy. Joining the program here, Recharge, Recover, and Rise in Oregsburg, Pottsville, Frackville, Pine Grove, and Gratz at Phoenix Physical Therapy. And Gears Dairy, Schuylkill County's oldest full-service family-owned dairy along the Tumbling Run Road. Refreshing John Raspberry Teas. Took some down to my daughter. I got to give her a quick shout-out. Megan starts her career as a varsity coach, Elko Volleyball, this week. Rub it in. Anyway, that's going to do it for the program here. Sip on, Schuylkill County. Saturday morning oldies show is coming up next. Phillies baseball later tonight here on WPPA Pottsville.